Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back. It's VSIN, the sports betting network, 58 in the books, kind of sad. Turn the lights back on. Roger, don't go. 200 and some six days until the NFL, but we'll get you started. We'll start to set you up on the calendar tomorrow. Right now, it's all about the Super Bowl. And we're going to bring in Brennan White, who is the DraftKings U.S. trading lead. Let me just say this. I'm extremely grateful to Brennan because, of course, he's our partner, but he joined us on Friday. And then Dustin and I were debating whether we should ask him because we need to know what happened at the book. But we were debating because he's such a good dude and he was grinding his ass off yesterday for how many hours? I don't even know. And he wrote back, sure, on with you guys on Monday. So I say all that to say, hi, Brennan. How are you? Hey, I'm doing well. How are you guys? Are you tired? I am very tired, but, you know, I'll, uh, I'll catch up on sleep. Sometime. Yeah. Now, let's start macro, big picture. My assumption was it's going to be a record handle. Had to be. Yeah, definitely record handle. It wasn't particularly close. Leading up to the game, we kind of had an assumption that it was going to blow all of our records out of the water and, and late Chiefs money, very close game. Chiefs come back. Game goes to overtime, increases our live handle even more. Yeah, we ended up well above expectations for handle. So, Brennan, I, I was writing with Thomas Gable. He runs a race and sports book at the Borgata. And he said this. So I'll juxtapose two guys that run a book. He said, you write a ton of wagers for a small payoff. That's just the way it goes so, sometimes. So essentially a draw with the betters over at the Borgata. How about there at DraftKings? Yeah, you know, we do feel similarly. Um, when the Niners kicked that field goal to go up 19-16 with two minutes left, we were looking at, an unbelievable night. Um, and then sort of from there, worst possible scenario with chiefs sending it to overtime and then winning in overtime. Um, obviously on paper chiefs comeback in overtime is not a good result for us, but I think kind of one of the unique advantages we have, and this kind of points to how much the industry has changed over the last few years is a lot of our tickets were written on SGP bets and the game went under a lot of players, you know, got, got to their over props, but nobody had a big night. Uh, the touchdowns were kind of scored by lesser known individuals. And so 
when all is said and done, our performance was actually okay, considering the result. Brennan White, U.S. team lead, a busy, I mean, look, his, his life was crazy yesterday, so we're very grateful he gives us a few minutes here. The Okay, so where did you close on the side in total, and how did that come into play? We ended up closing at one and a half uh, 47, which I think is sort of in line with the industry. We took the late Chiefs money we were expecting, which pushed us from two to one and a half. Um, we thought that there might be a pretty significant move on the total um, in the sort of hours leading up to kickoff. That tends to be where we get the most sharp action just because they're waiting for the public to push that total up. But I think because you could get 48 when it opened at some places and 47 and a half even for a big chunk of the two weeks, they had already gotten down on those numbers. So we got down to 47, but but didn't see it drop any lower than that. So people may not know that Brennan White is, he's cagey, but he's super sharp. And in a past lifetime, maybe he would have bet on the Super Bowl. Let me ask you this, now that the game's over. What did you think was the right side? I, I like the Niners. Um, we had them power rated as, as three-point favorites. I think that across the board, they were the stronger team. Obviously, there's the Mahomes factor. I think Purdy kind of wasn't having a great playoffs and, and missed some some open touchdown throws last night. And when there are the margins are that close in a game that big, the experience and the talent that Mahomes has ended up carrying them to victory. Um, but we, we saw a pretty significant split, uh, sharps for squares on this game. Lots of big, sharp bets on the Niners. I think my personal preference would lean that way as well. Turned out to be the wrong side, though. So, Brendan, Patrick and I both agree a failure among the rest of the NFL tonight not take advantage of what is a down Kansas City team, as you kind of mentioned there. Uh, how did you have Kansas City power rating uh, late in the year, and how did it fluctuate throughout the season? Like, where did they finish in your power ratings in the NFL? Yeah, it's a really interesting question because, obviously, you know, they open the season losing at home to the Lions, and everybody starts panicking. I think one of the takeaways early in the season was – they better find a way to get people that can catch the ball. I mean, they were just they were littered with drops for the first five, six weeks of the season. They finally found a guy in Rasheed Wright who was reliable. Kelsey, obviously, always reliable. But the thing that held up for the entire year that we were kind of surprised by was their defense. Um, shout out to Spagnola and, and what he's done with, with that roster and, and the guys that they have. They, they really impressed uh, defensively throughout the entire playoffs. So, as the season progressed, you know, we had the, the ugly home loss to the Raiders on Christmas Day toward the end of the year. At that point, they were the lowest in our power ratings. I think we had them seventh. Uh, and then you get to the point where the playoff draw comes out, and it looks like they're going to have to play Dolphins, Bills, Ravens, and then whoever wins the NFC, two of those games on the road. And, and that was the longest you could have gotten them in the futures market all season at 11-1. to 1. And, and we did see quite a bit of action at 11 to one. Actually, moved them down to 10 to one before that Dolphins game kicked off. Um, so, you know, credit to the people who kind of picked them off at, at low point and weren't afraid of the opponents they were going to have to take on in the postseason. U.S. trading team lead Brennan White, DraftKings, and the 2025 futures are up. We'll get to them in a second. Brennan, you lead a team at DraftKings. Let me ask you a question about Kyle Shanahan. How does his team not know the overtime rules? And just as a sports fan, you kicking off there or are you taking the ball in overtime if you're Shanahan? Yeah, this is my biggest qualm of how the game was coached. Um, I think you pretty clearly want the ball second, given the new rules. 
it gives you the opportunity to know what you need to get. You can be very aggressive on fourth down if the other team scores. If you stop them, you can settle for a field goal and win the game. And the thing that I don't think a lot of people are considering is if you give up a touchdown, you just go for two. You don't have to give them the ball back with the opportunity to score a field goal and win the game. And if you assume they're you know, roughly 50% to convert that two-point conversion, that's clearly um, what the math says to do. And that's what the Chiefs, after the game, said they wanted anyway. So I think he, he kind of dropped the ball there. He did mention that he spent a lot of time with his analytics guys going over their game plan. Uh, but I think not communicating it to the rest of the team and kind of some of the stuff that came out after the game, players not understanding the overtime rules, is, is not a good look. Uh, do you think if Kyle called you about managing and running a team, you could help him? I'm I'm not going to be uh, <laughs> so egotistical <laughs> to say that I, I could help him. Um, I, I think he's a, I think he's a very talented coach. I think he put together a very good game plan. I think he's done some revolutionary things for NFL offenses. But I think in game management uh, has not always been his strong suit. And I think that you know the Chiefs really came out ahead on that one decision that that ended up turning the game for them. Uh, speaking of overtime, Brendan, where did you guys close on yes, no game going to overtime and any other big props really get you like non quarterback to throw a touchdown with Jennings, anything else jump out? Yeah, the overtime was brutal. Um, every year it's kind of the major prop with the biggest liability. We lost well over seven figures on it. Um, we opened it 12 to one. We ended up nine to one just on the liability, but the thing that really killed us was live. We trade that market live as well. And as soon as that game got close, everybody was on overtime. Uh, we had, we had some six figure bets live on overtime. Yes. So really just awful result there. Um, but it is one of those things where we're, we're kind of okay. Taking that money, knowing that, you know, one out of 10 super bowls, probably not going to go to overtime. Um, but yeah, variance, not in our favor there. You mentioned the the passing TD for Jennings. That was also quite poor for us. Um, over two and a half players to throw a pass is always extremely popular. The other thing that that kind of hurt us um, was just guys, you know, getting to their overs in overtime. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and obviously Purdy taking a, a knee at the end of regulation that uh, that flipped the line as well. There, um, not in our favor. Um, we had a lot of a lot of under twelve and a half money there, so I, I think you know the game going to overtime in general, not just for the overtime market, but for all the markets that impacted, was was a, the worst result of the night for us. Brennan White with us, DraftKings U.S. trading lead. You mentioned all the live markets you guys have up. It's one of the things you guys do best. You always have these markets available. Were you guys live trading Super Bowl MVP on the fly? Was that available on DraftKings? It was. Uh, we wow. were. That's always a fun one. Um, especially in a close game because you got to factor in the money lines at any given time. There was a point in time, you know, McCaffrey fumbles on the opening drive. The Niners have a lead and we're going, okay, if the Niners win, who, who's going to win this, right? <laughs> you know, McCaffrey's got the touchdown, but he's also got the fumble. Purdy hasn't looked very good. At one point we're talking about like, okay, Jennings, what should his odds yeah. be? Chris Conley, two big special teams plays. Like if he I was trying to bet Conley. <laughs> so there's, you know, th- those discussions live during the game w- where it's just sort of a crapshoot the Niners win on, on which player is going to take home the trophy were, were entertaining but also extremely stressful because money's just pouring in nonstop. Okay, just one minute, Brennan. H- who do you have as far as the listed favorite for next year? Well, it's got to be the Chiefs at this point, right? Um, you know, they they found a way to repeat, and they 
they have a strong roster going into next year, and obviously they have Mahomes. Sounds like Kelsey's back. Sounds like Reed's back. So, you know, they, they have to be the favorite. I'm sure we'll take a lot of money on them over the next sort of few weeks. But it'll be interesting to see how free agency goes, see if, you know, any of the teams that are maybe a piece or two away can, can pick up somebody and get into the conversation. Hypothetically, if you were to work for like seven straight months, seven days a week, and you get a break, right? Everybody deserves a break, especially you. Hypothetically, where would you go in Europe if you were to take a break? Well, <laughs> hypothetically, uh, I'm traveling to Europe for work this coming week, so sort of not much of a vacation. Um, it's, it, this is the part of the year where we have a lot of sort of work to do around preparation for March Madness as well as postmortem on the NFL. So the grind continues, but come, come baseball season, I'll, I'll have a golf trip to Europe planned out. That's wonderful. Seriously, we're so grateful. Thank you for the time, Brennan, and travel safely. Thank you very much. Thanks as always, guys. Okay, U.S. team lead, Brennan White, DraftKings. We're back. Sharp money. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com strategic. That's oracle.com strategic. oracle.com strategic. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Yo, I needed some Omaha steaks for the air fryer yesterday at my solo Super Bowl party. HMU Omaha, hit me up. Omaha Steaks, you're going to fall in love at first bite. The big guy, tender steaks, juicy burgers, air-chilled chicken, and more. You're going to love every bite. It's Omaha Steaks Guarantee, and for a limited time, when you go to omahasteaks.com slash B-S-I-N, you're going to get four free air-chilled boneless chicken breasts and four free rich, juicy, boneless pork chops with your order. A minimum purchase may apply.
Got you back here, Sharp Money. Presented by DraftKings, I'm Patrick Maher. Hope you had a nice weekend. Enjoy the Super Bowl, the parties, vibes, of course. The big guy, Dustin Sweetelson, live downtown Las Vegas. We're going to have professional handicapper Steve Fezzik stopping by the show. He's got opinions. My man's got opinions. And he, I think he just texted us. He usually goes heavy on no overtime. So he missed that one because he generally bets it. A um, couple of things before we get to the sound. I know you want to play. Hold on. My earpiece is being... Adult. Shocker. I know you want to play uh, Kyle Shanahan. I know you want to play Andy Reid. I know you want to play Patrick Mahomes. Let me just say this, and this is going to be a very unpopular opinion. Okay? And I just, so I'm just going to start there. Unpopular opinion coming because once this starts to build, a narrative starts to build, people like to get involved. And I think most of it is driven by social media, which is a cesspool. However, I thought Tony Romo was exquisite. I thought he had an awesome call. I enjoy, dude, I just, I don't know what it is, but I enjoy listening to his joy. I enjoy, you know, talking about zero coverage and talking about why calling the timeouts in particular was the right play. He was all over the overtime rules. Again, I understand that people are dug in with their anti-Romo. Our, our old boss, Mad Dog Chris Russo, he can't stand a Romo call. I don't know what he had to say because I'll say this. It was a big spot for him, the Super Bowl, with record amounts. Do we have the ratings? Have they dropped yet? Because what my assumption is the Taylor effect and everything, you probably had record ratings. I actually think, and Nance is a goat. Nance is one of the greats right there. You know, Brent Musburger, there's only a select few. Pat Summerall, Nance is great. I thought Romo carried Nance. And I, again, I know it's an unpopular opinion. I love riding shotgun with Tony Romo calling the game. And I know you're going to be opposite of me because that's what you do, but I loved it. So I loved Romo when he first came out. My only issues with Romo in the last couple of years is it felt like he stayed the same. Like he never improved. And someone told him to stop predicting plays, which I loved. It showed how much he knew as a quarterback. Now, maybe there was like disguises and coverages that he wasn't picking up on from the booth because it's been a minute since he played. But I loved Romo out of the gate. I just thought this year it sounded like he never really was totally invested in games. And even like the first and second quarter, it felt like it took a little bit for him to get into it. But when it mattered, when the game got dramatic and there were big moments, he was absolutely brilliant calling things out on the fly immediately. He was, I mean, he was predicting what they were going to have, what was going to happen again, saying, I would put someone in motion right as he said that someone came in the slot and moved in motion. No, no. I thought late in the game, he showed what he's capable of, but that also is what frustrated me about him the last couple of years, because I think he could do that every week and he just doesn't always do it. Donk, your boy Purdy called the timeout. And I believe Romo was like, why are you calling a timeout yeah. there? You had, you had the exact look you're looking for. Oh, I thought he was great. He was great. I thought he was great. And I, again, here is a most purist will point to the end of the game call. That he didn't let the game breathe. He didn't let the broadcast shine. Get out of here. I, 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 I thought his call was great. Is he perfect? No. Not everybody can be Dustin Sweetelson as a broadcaster. But... I just, again, I, I enjoy riding shotgun with a Romo game. And I thought 
that he stepped up in a big spot yes. because that was a tremendously big spot last night. And can we start grading these things on a curve? Like, it's a hard job. There's not that many people who are spectacular at it, right? So I think the guys who are good deserve a lot of credit. I think he's really, really good. He's probably, what, top two or three. I think Olsen had a monster year, and if we're going to, like, create fake drama between networks, everyone was coming off the Greg Olsen hype. Tony Romo kind of sent a message with his performance. I feel like there's something. There's a catch here. You're no. agreeing with me just to agree with me. I'm not. I, I don't want. I don't want you to agree with me. I've always. With I enjoyed Tony Romo before you enjoyed Tony Romo. So why don't that, you relax that's over still, there? Like that. You're, that's nonsense. Why would you? How would you ever know my timeline on Tony Romo enjoyment? Like <laughs> you just say words. Literally just regurgitate. Well, I love the call. I love listening to a McCall game. That's that. I loved him now. for the third, fourth quarter in overtime. Well, the game stunk. Hello. Yeah, the Chiefs had 16 total yards in the first quarter. That game was Tylenol PM for uh, a long time. To quote Disjointed, Kurt m- muddled, couldn't get a flow, no rhythm. You think it's easy? I, I, I wouldn't know. I've never called a big game in front of 100 plus million people. You think it's easy to give you something when the game's not giving you something? Uh, to quote Kurt Cobain and Nirvana, here we are now. Entertain us, Tony. That's the gig, bro. And that's what he did for the following third and fourth quarter in overtime. When the game got good, he got good. Okay, well, maybe when you're sending your love letters to Kyle Shanahan and people being too hard on him because of whatever that performance was yesterday, you can also send some criticism to Tony Romo, and I'm sure he'll take it in stride. Yeah, but see, when you take these veiled shots at me being a ride or die for Kyle Shanahan, you don't remember that me and Andy Reid go way back. One, we have the same stylist. Buys us the same Hawaiian shirts, and we have the same mindset. When something bad happens, we eat until it hurts, and we forget how bad that event was, and we now only feel bad about how much we ate. So I've been a long-time Andy Reid guy since day one. Everyone knows did you that. See, did you see what Andy Reid called his final play of the game? Uh, corn dog with mustard and relish? Corn dog. Perfect. Uh, another one, and then we'll get to the sound and we'll get to the gambling ramp. And we do have the futures market up for 2025 over at DraftKings. Um, halftime. Okay. Halftime. Usher. I'm a big Usher guy. A big R&B guy. Maxwell. I used to, back in the 80s and 90s, try to romance my girlfriends with R&B. I used to make CDs of R&B, send them to Shorty, and then she'd dump me. Okay. The Did you get the halftime, CD back? The halftime was atrocious. That was one of the worst halftimes I've ever seen. I love Ludacris. I used to have a dog named Luda. Okay? I, I enjoy everybody that was on that stage. That performance stunk. There's no other way around it. Stunk feels a little hard. Boring. 20 songs. Couldn't get into that, a flow. That was felt like the first quarter of the game. So yes. So the, my issue was trying to do too many songs, especially early on in it. We're getting like 30 second snippets, bouncing around. Just choose three or four songs. I enjoyed it, but my fear was that the per- performance was not actually good. One, because Usher's actually singing, which is a massive mistake. If you're gonna dance that much, he was sweating like Patrick Ewing in the NBA Finals at the free throw line, just water coming off his face. My man was drenched, dude. Just, dude. No one's gonna fault you for running a track and dancing up there. It's a freaking Super Bowl halftime show. But I enjoyed it, and my fear was the performance wasn't good, 
but now I've gotten old. Because now I feel like my dad felt when all those old white guys were jamming out to classic rock, The Who, U2, who, the Rolling Stones, I don't remember who else, just a bunch of old dudes wailing on guitars. I was like, am I old now because I'm enjoying this because it's playing to my nostalgia, or is it actually good? I still don't know. I love Usher, but he had it bad. He had it. He had it bad. That performance stunk. What's Lil John on? Because I want some of it. Love Lil John. Crunk. Love everything about the people that were on the stage. Didn't like the performance. Bring back Crunk. Juice. Juxtapose it to a couple. First off, Rihanna last year. I mean, let's be That's real. That's not fair. She could just go stand there. Yeah. And then juxtapose it to the 50 Cent, Eminem, all that that happened a couple of years ago. Yep. Whatever LA. that was last night was a disaster. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. It tugged at my nostalgia. There were songs I recognized, songs that like I knew from when I was a kid where I was like, oh, this feels really good. But sure, in, in a vacuum, the actual vocals, the singing. Uh, how about your girl Reba, though? Yikes. Looked great. Shorty. Sounded horrible. Reba McIntyre? Looked great. Sounded horrible. You've lost your freaking mind. By the way, she, put, she was zesty. She put a little sauce on it at the end. <laughs> she well, she must have had cash. She, she must have had cash on that over. What? <laughs> she messed up the anthem for everyone. No one knew how it was going to be graded. Apparently, it ended on the first brave, not the second brave. But people were celebrating Correct. when had the over that it was the second brave. Correct. She was saucy. <laughs> okay? And you could probably go ahead and take your Reba hate and stick it in a cannon and fire it to the moon because the disrespect that was coming Shorty's way prior to that national anthem, it didn't help anybody. Well, how about the disrespect she put on our national anthem? You don't make that your own. That's our thing. You think it's an easy song to sing? Go ahead and sing it, dummy. Sing it boring then. You don't do it your way. You do it America's way. Everyone knows that. Nobody's more American than Reba McIntyre. That's fair. <laughs> Literally, fair. probably a descendant of George Washington. You're going to hear from Andy Reid. He's back next year, donk. Sharp Money, presented by DraftKings. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. My man Bob Seeger said it. You got to turn the page, right? So if you're looking for a betting edge on college basketball, the VSIN experts have got you covered. Become a VEASAN Pro with an introductory offer of $9.99. Subscribe today and get our daily best bets. Email 24-7 video access. The upcoming College Hoops betting guide, which I'm told is going to be fantastic. Bracket breakdowns, plus full access to VEASAN.com and our exclusive betting split breakdowns on every game. Don't miss. It's a limited time offer. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Sign up right now. $9.99. Okay, that's V-S-I-N.com slash subscribe. What is this that you just sent me? Oh, well, you want to turn the page to next year. I think it's uh, important to point out that the Kansas City Chiefs, who will be two-time defending champions, are going to look very different at receiver. You go over to DraftKings right now, and they have a lot of markets up for some of the free agent receivers. One of them that jumped out, and they tweeted it at DK Sportsbook about 30 seconds ago, Mike Evans. Which team will he take his first snap for next season? And the, the Bucks are the favorite, minus 165, followed by the Bears, the Texans, the Pats. However, at 14 to 1, tell me he would not be a great fit for Mahomes in this Chiefs offense. He's Dustin Sweetelson. I'm Patrick Maher. This is Sharp Money, presented by DraftKings. That's what my stupid open mon monologue was about. FOMO. The league should have FOMO. 
you just missed out on taking advantage of Mahomes with his worst offense markedly. So they're only going to get better. Yeah, and and tell me why ring-chasing receivers who maybe want to get paid more than they're being offered aren't going to look at Kansas City and go, I can do what Juju Smith-Schuster did in that offense a couple years ago and find my way to win a ring. I just think a lot of these receivers that are that are available in the market, especially the ones later in their career who haven't won rings, I know Evans won one with Brady, I'm sure he wants to go play with the other GOAT now because the vibes coming out of Kansas City and that locker room after that win are immaculate. Yeah, no, absolutely. And Mike Evans, he's a Hall of Famer. He's got nothing to prove, yes. so now he just wants a ring. It's just legacy at this point. What's the number on Evans landing with the Chiefs? 14 to 1. If you know what that feels, juicy. Feels like we're going to wake up one morning and they're going to be the heavy favorite. That's a juicy number. Yeah. Hey, by the way, uh, we've got the audio. We've got Fezzik, professional handicapper, joining us in studio there at the D in 28 minutes. Uh, I went to the control room when you went to the restroom during the break because I said halftime performance, and I'm an usher guy, R&B guy, everyone knows it. Halftime performance, pitiful atrocious and I'm a positive person I just didn't think it was very good uh Sean Larry and Matt in the control room that's a fearsome threesome Sean gave it a B Larry gave it a B and Matt gave it a B on to Tony Romo I thought his call was spectacular I really did I I know I'm not doing shtick I I think Romo is fun to watch a game with Sean B minus Sean's a donk Larry B bit of a donk Matt I've always loved a minus to Romo. That's the right score. Do you want my scores? Go ahead. Uh, Usher halftime show A minus. Pulled it nostalgia. Maybe I'm an old man. I enjoyed it. Tony Romo, B plus. Very good, but not consistent. Strong when it mattered, though. You literally told me during the last break you didn't love the halftime performance, and then you come back on here popping off about it being an A minus. Are you uh, okay? It was songs that I knew, songs that I enjoyed. I enjoyed Usher. My only issue was I wish he wouldn't have danced the whole time. He was making me tired. Okay, let's get to a dude that's probably tired. You want to start with Andy Reid <laughs> after the game? Andy uh, Reid, again, again, three things, three names you should take note of coming out of that Super Bowl. Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes has entered the conversation. Marv Levy, Kyle Shanahan has entered the conversation. And Bill Belichick, Andy Reid, has entered the combo. Go ahead. I actually don't think Mahomes has entered the conversation with Brady. I think he started a new con- new text chain by himself. He's the only one in it. He's better than Tom Brady, but we'll get into that in a minute. Andy well, over Reed. here writing Brittany, you up? Kansas City, had they lost the game, this would have been the headline story. Travis Kelsey chest-bumping and yelling Andy Reid on the sideline because he was not on the field for a key play. This is Andy Reid's take on uh, what went down there between him and his tight end. He caught me off balance. I wasn't watching. He cheap shot, but that's all right. He did good. <laughs> um, he was really coming over just go, just put me in. I'll score. I'll score. You know, so that's really what it was. Well, I love that. I mean, it's not the first time. So, I listen, I appreciate him. The part I love is he loves to play the game, and he wants to help his team win. I mean, it's not a selfish thing. That's not what it is, and I understand that. And so as much as, um, you know, he bumps into me, I get after him, and we understand that. Um, He just caught me off balance. Go ahead. Vibes. 
are immaculate. How can you be a free agent and not look at a coach who just had his player yell at him at the Super Bowl and he's just smiling after and he loves all of it? I Look, more about the vibes being immaculate. Let's hear from Travis Kelsey. Not on that issue, but more about when they got the ball in overtime, why he knew the Chiefs were going to win. Never doubt my mind, baby. Never doubt my mind. Um, we knew when they uh, when they had to kick a field goal that um, it was on us. We got the best quarterback in the league. We got the best offensive mind in the league. And we got uh, the most determination out of any team in the NFL. And you saw all of that today, man. I guess at this point I take it take it for granted. But I know we're in every single game I'm ever, I've ever played in with them. No matter what the score is, no matter how much time is left, that guy's got magic in his right arm, man. And he just he's, he found ways to propel us, even with his legs, as you saw today. So Travis Kelsey, his number closed receiving yards, 71 and a half yeah. at DraftKings. It was 70 and a half on Friday, so it went up. He finishes with 10 targets, 9 receptions. You could have gone, if he went 10 for 10, there was a number posted there. Uh, but also 93 yards along a 22. Freaking crazy run for Kelsey. Also, a lot of physical plays, especially late when it mattered, went to him, running through tackles, pushing for extra yards. Thought he and he had an awful first half. I think it what was it one for one in the first half for him, basically. Barely used. Came up when it mattered. And uh, I'm happy he's coming back for another year because I think the NFL needs more Travis Kelsey, more Taylor Swift, more believing in love. Back to Andy Reid. Because, you know, where Kyle Shanahan could take a page from his book, I didn't think Kyle Shanahan adjusted offensively. Those designed runs, which isn't something that's prevalent in his system, on fourth and one in overtime for Patrick Mahomes, oh, my gosh. It was, oh, gives you chills as a football fan. The way that he was calling plays in a big spot, Andy Reid, ridiculous. Well, he spread them out. He opened things up. He said, we have plenty of time. He never panicked. He said, I'm going to let Mahomes use his legs in the middle of the field. We'll get there, and I'll dial up the right call for a pass when when we get there. I just thought he never got ahead of himself, whereas Kyle Shanahan was always felt like he just never had the rhythm he wanted to, and that's what you do as an offensive play caller. Andy Reid dictated the pace when it mattered for his team, whereas Kyle Shanahan had to react to what Kansas City was giving him. Dustin Sweetelson, offensive coordinator, checking in. I like it. That's what you do as an offensive coordinator. Who would know better than you? I just won another Super Bowl in Madden. Six and a half on the receptions prop for Kelsey. Obviously flies over it. Again, we can throw that up, boys. Great job. The, you take a look at all the numbers. I mean... Rasheed Rice, really, you know, there's only a couple that didn't eclipse their player props because we mentioned overtime was a big catalyst there. Yeah, Fezzik is the one who who put me onto it. Wait until, you know, the last day or so to bet the unders on some of these guys. That number on Rice I saw as high as 68, 69 and a half at some books. I went under it and got a good number and it cashes. Uh, a lot of these guys, under, under, under on the other side for San Francisco, though. I thought that was the big thing for me, was that all those guys that were supposed to perform for the Niners didn't come through on their end. Okay, when we come back, I want to hear, do you have Mahomes? Because I do. we have to have the conversation. We've kind of slow rolled it as far as where the conversation is right now. GOAT conversation. We can hear from Mahomes when we come back as well. What's it, the look for? I mean, it's not. A, it's, it's just not a conversation. If you th- if you think that Tom Brady's better than that guy, you've never watched football. It's just, the it's, market right now, DraftKings, 
Super Bowl twenty two Super Bowl twenty twenty five. You're doing you're doing a lot of Paul Brownish conversation today. Like you invented the game of football. <laughs> I just I have eyeballs and they work like other parts of my body don't really work that well. Need a lot of medicine right. for it. Uh, right. My eyeballs they're great despite me wearing glasses. And right. what I saw was there is nobody who's ever picked up a football who can do what Patrick Mahomes does. Nobody. It's kind of a weird flex to be wearing bifocals and talking about how great your eyes are. <laughs> Anywho, Super Bowl right now, DraftKings champion futures right now, 49ers 5.5 to 1. They're your betting favorite. Kansas City Chiefs 6.5 to 1. The Ravens 9 to 1. Buffalo 10 to 1. The Detroit Lions. A lot of Lions love on social yesterday thinking that's the best team in football. That, a lot of that, which I like to see, especially from one of the smarter guys you're ever going to find on social, Antonio Brown. Antonio <laughs> Brown, former wide receiver, said the Lions would be up like 45 to 10 at this point. Greatness of Mahomes next. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Bring along the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies to add a sprinkle of joy to your workday. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Okay, so this week on DraftKings Sportsbook, new customers can deposit $5 and get a no sweat bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet loses. So, new customers take advantage of this great opportunity. Download the app, DraftKings, and use the promo code VSIN, V S I N, when you sign up. DraftKings Sportsbook, the crown is yours. Got you back here, Sharp Money. Steve Fezzik, professional handicapper, stopping by in about 14 minutes, and he is fired up. We've got Fezzik already. He's, he's on his way, and he's texting us right now like a savant. So he'll be joining us with plenty to say coming up in the final hour. Dustin Sweetelson, I'm Patrick Maher. This is Sharp Money presented by DraftKings. Yeah, I mean, we were talking a little bit during the break about Travis Kelsey, and he's a he's a little bit of a donk. Like, he got on stage, and he hit hit you with a Viva Las Vegas. I mean, it's 
he's a likable go- goofball. No. I guess. Super, super endearing, super sweet, extremely harmless, like just a good guy, human being. But he is. Taylor Swift had to be watching, being like, "Wow, I'm in love with an absolute sack of meat." That's what he said. <laughs> I, mean, like. I, I didn't. I wasn't on social a ton during the broadcast. I'm guessing people weren't thrilled when she was shown on television. I didn't think it was overwhelming. Uh, how about your girl like chugging a beer at one point? How could anyone not like that? I did, but I just didn't think the coverage was insulting, overwhelming, too mu- done too much. Like you have to understand. These are the directors and CBS. They know that's a moneymaker right there. I mean, Roger Goodell was hanging out in her suite. Like they know exactly what she means to the game of football. Uh, It's It's a a business. I've never wanted to be since entourage ended. I've never wanted to be a part of a crew more than I want to be a part of Taylor Swift's crew at the Super Bowl. I wanted to read you. You got something from Mahomes, And then I want to get into something that Orlovsky said about the Chiefs defense. Go ahead. Yeah, let's hear from the greatest of all time, best quarterback to ever play the position, Patrick Mahomes, following winning his third Super Bowl, talked about winning the way they did. I think um, the biggest thing for me is um, the way we did it, um, the battle throughout the middle of the season, um, to continue to have that mindset of we're going to continue to believe. Um, it, it truly is special. Uh, I'm going to try to stop getting down 10 points in these games um, and make them a little bit easier, but uh, I was proud of how the guys fought. All right, so he's doing a little shtick about being the only quarterback in history to come back from in his three Super Bowl wins. He was down 10-plus doubles. Pretty good. Go ahead. And then finally, uh, you know, they just found a way to win, he says. It's special. I think it's that championship mindset. I mean, whenever stuff isn't going great, we're going to continue to fight. And um, this game wasn't – we had times we weren't playing great, especially the offense, and we were able to step up to uh, step up to the occasion while defense is making those stops. And um, people are going to talk about the offense because we had those last few drives. The defense is what kept us in that game, and that's our entire season. They're going to give us chances, and we're going to make it happen when it counts. Yo, Kermit out here hanging out with Miss Piggy. <laughs> I love Kermit the Frog. That's my boy. So I got to give Orlovsky credit, ESPN. Now, again, it's very easy to admonish and just to point to people and say you're a lazy handicapper if you're backing Patrick Mahomes. But I always said it had really your quarterbacking should always be the start of your handicapping, quarterbacking and coaching, and then you start to extrapolate. However, it, the kicker, Butker, obviously a weapon, and then the Chiefs defense. If you watch the 49ers – Towards the end of the year, you knew that defense was leaky. Spagnolo over Wilkes, decided advantage. And then if you watched him against Green Bay, you're like, something's wrong here. And if you watched him against the Lions, not only was something wrong with the 49er defense, they felt soft. Just saying. Well, here's what Arlovsky had to say. The Chiefs face the number two, number three, number four, and six offenses in the playoffs, respectfully. Those Four teams combined to average 28.3 points per game this season. They averaged 15.8 versus Kansas City in the playoffs. So Spagnolo shaved off 12.5 points of four of the best offenses in the NFL. How is it lazy? Could we, again, they shaved off 12.5 points with four of the best offenses, the Chiefs defense in the NFL. Cornerbacks were huge. Chris Jones was huge. The pressure was constant. The 49er offensive front couldn't contain him. 
that's a great defense. And it's the youngest defense in the NFL. It's also the only team to win a Super Bowl allowing less than 28 points in every game. They never gave up more than 28 points. That is absurd to do that. Uh, maybe, maybe because the people saying, and I'm not one of them, just point that out. People are saying that the handicap is lazy to say, well, it's Patrick Mahomes and I can't bet against him. They should also mention how good the defense was. Maybe that's all they're looking for the mention of the defense because the defense was tremendous. Coach advantage, defense advantage, kicker advantage, quarterback advantage. That brings us to the quarterback. Uh, the Mahomes thing, this piece is inevitable. And if you wanted to have the argument that he was the GOAT going into the game, win or lose, I think you're rightfully in your right mind to do so. The game's changed. He's 28 years old. Uh, but you mentioned use your eyes. Let's be honest. Just look, people. Like, for example, you can go analytics. You can go feel. You can go passing. You can talk about generation. He's the greatest we've ever seen. Just his flamboyance. He's a better quarterback. He is a better quarterback positionally than anybody that's ever done it, and that includes Tom Brady. Now, the simplistic, if you want to start using that term again, the simplistic way to look at it would be, well, you got six rings over here. Now, Tom Brady's biggest argument would be, and, you know, past his prime, goes to Tampa, beats Mahomes. To me, that is the gold star for Brady. Success in New England, we understand. But, Patrick, this, this quarterback that we were watching last night, he is the greatest to ever do it. And he's got plenty of runway, 28 years old. His team's only going to get better. I- I'll liken it to this. Jack-, Jack Nicholson, excuse me, Jack Nicholas is the all-time leader as far as majors in golf. Tiger's a better golfer. He didn't catch him. He's not going to catch him. But Tiger's a better golfer. So that would be my comp. It's, it's no disrespect to Jack Nicholas. He's incredible. It's right there, one, two. But if you had to, if you had a game on the line, you're taking Patrick Mahomes over any quarterback that's ever played the position. I don't really know if it's close at this point. It's not a debate. You're arguing resume versus ability. Like, the resume is over for Brady, and for, for Mahomes, it's just getting started. And, oh, by the way, it's off to a better start than Brady ever had. Uh, 28 years old, Brady's best year, 28 touchdowns, 14 interceptions. Mahomes just had his worst year. 28, 27 touchdowns, 14 interceptions through their first seven seasons. Same amount of games, four more wins for Mahomes, higher completion percentage, 7,000 more yards, more yards per attempt, more touchdown passes, less interceptions, more rush yards, two more All-Pro years, two more MVPs, one more Super Bowl MVP. And when we look at the coaching wasn't Andy Reid Kyle Shanahan before he ever had Patrick Mahomes? Wasn't he the guy who couldn't ever get over the hump? He was like the next coach who's never won a Super Bowl? Well, since he met Mahomes and drafted him, he now has three rings. So you could take Tom Brady all you want, one career, one season, one game, one play. I'm taking Mahomes every single time. I'll take him in a boat. I'll take him with a goat. I'll take him in the rain, in the dark, or in a tree. Shout out to Dr. Seuss. Well done. I, I, I agree with everything you just said. I, I, don't, I don't really know if we're having an adult conversation, not an unserious conversation, how you'd argue that the better quarterback is Tom Brady. You absolutely, as you aptly put, resume, of course. We're, we're, not, even, we're not in the same stratosphere yet. But if we're just talking about skill, 
Last night you watched the greatest to ever do it. Well, and he's done it a few different ways now, right? He's redefining himself, and he's able to morph into whatever kind of weapons he has. So for a while he was a guy that no matter where he was on the field, he could score a touchdown. Never seen a quarterback with the ability to do that. But also, guys with an arm that big usually turn the ball over. He doesn't. Now they just did it in a way where they decided we're going to just stay in games, and we know in clutch moments our guy Mahomes has something that your guys don't, and he will find a way to win the game, and that's the best trait you could have in a quarterback. So you want to talk about resume? You want to talk about, oh, Brady has more championships? That's not what the discussion is because those are team achievements at the end of the day. Watch freaking Mahomes play the position. He is so far and away better than Tom Brady, it's ridiculous. My, my assumption is, and Brady, and Brady, he's been talking about how he's been grinding, preparing to be the lead for CBS next year, excuse me, for Fox next year. He is such a student of the game and such a reasonable person. Now, he's super competitive. He's such a student of the game. I think if you ask Tom Brady, he would say Mahomes is better. That, that's my assumption. He, he might be so competitive that he may not admit it, but true serum, he'd tell you Mahomes is the better quarterback. There are a million things Mahomes can do better than Brady. The only thing Brady's done more than Mahomes is live and play longer. Yeah, factual. We're coming back with professional handicapper Steve Fezzik. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. 